The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. that time the time has arrived the carm heads get their fill of carmen defalco yeah. he is here. by the way how does it feel to actually work and from 12 to 2 p.m as yeah. opposed to yeah. 12 to 2 a.m it's, it's a little different i'm not gonna lie it's not it's bad true. though i if I, if I was gonna put my money on one person that could go from midnight till 6 a.m doing bears conversation it would be I, my money would be on you yeah right? well, both well, of these I've, guys i've yeah. worked uh, i've worked uh 16 hours uh doing electrical <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this isn't that bad. I'm yeah, talking no. about the teams I love. The The hardest part about this job that I found is uh, when the Bears play the Panthers and you got to go watch the All-22 to that, make sure you know what you're impossible. talking about. Yeah. I won't go back. I haven't watched last week's. So I don't want to watch. I, watched the, I, fir- don't I watched the first 30 minutes and brutal. then I... I- I let it go. The yeah. first couple drives is, were worthwhile. Yeah. They were fun no. to watch. It's possible. I mean, there at least there's something to try to decipher from the game against the Vikings versus the yeah. game against the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, last night... And usually the Thursday games stink. Last night was fun. Yeah. Did I see? Uh, I was surprised by the stat. Only the fifth time. Yes. I, I was a little surprised by that. The fifth time in NFL history in the regular season. No, no, punts. Punts. no punts. I would have thought it would have been a little more. But I guess you got to remember the way the game was played. By for the way, yeah. especially so, on, on this side. Of, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, no punts. Co- compare and contrast. The oh, game yeah. we watched Monday had six times as many turnovers oh as yeah. touchdowns. Yes, yeah, it was d- despicable. It was. I, I'm not, I don't want to go back and watch that. I'm with you, Pat. I, now we got to go watch the all twenty-two. You, you have that? to, you have to break oh. your brain. You have to go back to being an older Bears fan oh. and just be like, I'm here for the defense, baby. Terrible. Yeah. Here we go. Terrible. Anyway, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was going to say something happened last night that I guarantee you has never happened ever before, and part of it is because Thursday night football isn't. And it's no, but it's it's that not too. an old thing. It's a newer thing. Yeah, two things like, happened last night, and I'm looking at you two on Thursday night football. No, 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 no. That happened in the world of sports. Oh. And so, like you said last night, no punts was only what the fifth, fifth time, time ever. Sorry, Something else happened in the world of sports that has only only happened, I think, 17 times in the history of the sport. If not, I'm not, not mistaken, football, or it's not football. Hmm. The so, cold surface. Uh, something oh, in hockey. hockey. Bedard uh, extended his uh, away point streak. I know that. That's good. Yeah, but that, no, that's, that's not where it's going. He's got the longest. He's tied was, for the longest in Blackhawks history. Yeah. I was for a rookie. Corey, Corey Perry no, didn't have a drink. Oh, stop oh, it. Oh, stop hey, it. Stop it. Good morning. Stop good it. Good afternoon. Stop good it. Night. That was great, Miller. That was great. Okay, so this is what it is. You know, I, I, I'm all I things hockey. I only watched Hawks and Wings, so I, I wasn't that tuned in. I believe that the goalie... Oh, the, the, the you're talking about the uh, the goalie the, the for the netter? Penguins. Yeah, scores first time I think the Penguins history that the goalie had scored a goal. That could be. It was only the seventeenth time I saw in NHL that history that a goalie had scored. It was gorgeous. You, Did you see it? It was. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was beautiful how he did it. But when you couple that. With an a, an NFL football game with no punts, I can guarantee you that like last night was an was a, oh, a, a one time thing. Yeah, you're right. That's never happened. And those are odd again because I know Thursday night football hasn't been around that yeah. long. Yeah, but no punts and a goalie scored a goal. It's pretty good. Well, yeah, I, like that. I mean you've only had and a bull 
Bulls won again. The Bulls won. Hey, listen, only uh, one other time in history has an Alex Caruso game winner been called, by the way. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, I mean, so don't get many Alex Caruso. Well, yeah. it was a game it was, tired. It, it was earlier. Oh, it's game, it game tired. tired. Never mind. I take yeah. it back. Yeah. It was a game Sorry, tired. But that was still you pretty good. Sure. Yeah, they, they ran away and hit in overtime. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. I think After a I, was seven so, I was so happy that it went to overtime because I had a parlay. I had I had Middleton over one and a half threes and and Lopez over one and a half threes and Lopez had already had four mm. of them and Middleton oh, and had you needed one. overtime. I needed overtime, oh, wow, nice. and they didn't play Middleton a single second in overtime. Yeah, yeah. sucks yeah. for you. As a, as, a, as our uh, resident five dollars out the window car. As our resident athlete here, Tommy. Oh, so you uh, made a two-unit play last yeah. night, huh? Big money, man. Big money, Tommy, over here. As, as our resident athlete here, uh, d- does the uh, Zach Levine news of... Uh, a you, week got, off. you got you got a week off, but uh, yeah. get that ankle right, or foot right as good as you can. Is that uh, actually a foot issue, or does that feel more like a... Uh, I, I saw something interesting question. last night. Let's see question. what we got. It's a good mm. question. I listen as much as the Bulls may want him to stay off the floor. I would. I think at this point, Zach doesn't want to be on it either, right? I wouldn't think like so. If you're going to trade, I just read something on on Twitter from SI about. I guess Demar, if he's going to be moved, he's he's, he's got a made couple it, of favorites. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. York and Miami. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. So I would that, think Demar. So that was probably an AI generated. I think Demar's definitely gone. I would think so. I mean, you're. I trade them all. Uh, I would I get dancing Dale and Terry out there with four other guys I, and let them play the rest I, of the I, season. I'll tell you this, boys. AK will not blow it up. The Denver Nuggets, where he comes from, haven't had a sub-30 win season since 2003. Well, one's coming. They just, they just go out there and they literally go, we're going to compete. Why? I don't know. We're yeah, just going to compete. they're not the Nuggets. I mean, they don't... They don't. They haven't drafted as you, you hoped AK was going to come here and be able to replicate what they did. He was there when they drafted Joker. He was there when they drafted Jamal he built Murray. That whole team Instead, he's drafting Patrick Williams over Tyrese Halliburton and Tyrese Maxey. That's it, man. And, and That's all you need to know, guys. And, and Devin Vassell. The, I can deal Devin with Vassell, these, I can deal with the other ones. You well, had to go to an FSU game to see Patrick Williams. And Devin Vassell was there putting up 20 points and shooting 50% from three. And you said, ah, the other guy. Halliburton and Maxey are going to sting for a long yeah. time. Yeah, Halliburton is like Halliburton's a 50-40-90 guy right now. Yeah, I mean like Tyrese Halliburton yeah. is going to start knocking on the That's door. That's what Zach was two years ago. Wasn't, 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 wasn't I mean, Zach a 50-40-90 guy? Was a forty-eight? Was that fifty forty ninety? Did he get fifty? No, he, he was he was short. I think he was forty-eight. He was thirty-eight. Uh, eighty nine, like was he was he? right on the doorstep, and everybody. Because I remember that. we had we had uh, Tibbs on, and he actually even said that you know how impressed he was with the was he that close? The, yeah. yeah, he was really close. He he was there, but I think he was short, just I mean, just below been, it. Yeah. So I, uh, that's the first time I'd even even heard the the that being referenced was when T- when Tibbs said it to us. Yeah, he's never shot fifty forty nine forty eight percent. Yeah, what did did he hit forty two twenty three? Did he hit 40 no, from he, the three? 30, oh, you know what? I'm, I apologize. 20, 20, 21, he went 50, 41, three. But he was only 85. He was never really all that close to it because he's only an 83% free throw shooter okay. for his career. So he's never really been. Maybe there was a stretch where Tibbs 50, was talking 40 is nice, though. I'm not going to lie. Say, like, yeah. if you're 50, going to, I'll take 50, 40, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80
Yeah. He's like, let's yeah. go out and prove that I'm a max player. That was his peak, you was guys. Was that contract um, year? I don't think that was well, contract year. Exactly. It yeah. was the year before. But it was, but it was like, before, it was yeah. when we all knew he had to prove that he was somebody yeah. you wanted to. And he averaged 27 a game. It was the best year mm-hmm. of his career. Yeah. Played 58 games. So he didn't play a ton that year. Well, was this, any of that year shortened because of COVID? It was, wasn't it? They that didn't was, play. That was COVID they year. played 72 yeah. that they year. 72 so he games played 58 out of 72, I guess, then, and he did have impressive numbers. But, and I think that's Bulls, what got everybody excited about. The Bulls didn't Zach. come back, right? Wasn't there a regular season portion of the bubble as well? That the Bulls didn't participate well, no, but in but that, that would have still been the 20 season where the bubble, right? That that still would have been COVID. No, no, it's, no? it's 2021, right? No, the bubble, they were they returned to the bubble in August of twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The time skip is so crazy when you just like come back, you just like season two years where you just like stuff happened. The seasons ended that March, like that second week of March. And then by August, hockey and basketball went back and played their their bubbles. Right. Remember? Does anybody know what the like this tournament thing sit is currently? Like what what's the in season tournament? Yeah, what's the season tournament? Yeah, what's what's the situation with it? Well, they got the final. Uh, eight. Run the score. Listen, really? listen uh, I am. Yeah, you have you been score. like Pat? I, I know am, you're a huge NBA fan. Listen, everybody. Is, here, I mean, oh, here, are I'm you not talking about no, this tournament? Because mine are freezing. Everybody who's following it closely has had a she- seizure. That's what's happened <laughs> because of the because course. of the courts. Yeah, well, I swear to God, the first no, the first game the Bulls played with that red court. I'm telling you, I'm not being dramatic. You can't, my, no, you my, can't it watch, hurt my, uh, my you can't, eyes. You can't, I can't watch 48 minutes of in-season basketball no. and not have a seizure. It Draw, was uh, the, the, yeah. the in-season tournament is going to set up perfectly for everything that the NBA has always set up perfectly, uh, whether it's scripted or not. Uh, Boston's on one side, the Lakers are on the other. Guess yeah. who's meeting in the finals in Vegas? Probably. Yeah, I don't the, the, They go to Vegas in what, uh, next weekend, right? So they play the semifinal, or they play the quarterfinal games Tuesday. Yeah. Has anyone given a rat's Vegas. ass about it, though? I, I, I don't think there's enough. Well, there, listen, I, think I think the players saw, are more into it. Than, the you players saw, are more into you it. Saw and you the, saw what Tomazula and the Bulls. Did. Well, but that, yeah. like, uh, okay, but they wanted to we, qualify. If we are, I get it, but if we are going to do this, we might as well. I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. you know, like they're forced to do it, so you're going to, I mean, if well, you're out they, there, no, you might I, as well. I mean, you're, you got to admit, you're taking somewhat of a risk in this November yeah. playing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown 40-something minutes in a 30-point game. And, and so obviously it yeah. means something to them. And the I first mean, moment I thought about it, Jalen Brown got a steal, and I think it was Dalen Terry dove right at him trying to get the ball because he's trying to make an impact. And I was like, "Oh, I hope Jalen Brown gets up. Like, I hope to God Jalen Brown gets up." And that would that would immediately kill the in season tournament. The first time you see no, somebody uh, get hurt, no, it won't though, because the, the, they want the regular season games to mean more. They want it to go back to the days where Jordan would go out every night and okay, make sure he but, was putting on a show. But here is the strange thing: I understand that, and I'm glad that they're they passed some there rules that make teams play their players more, but. The scenario that played out the other night, and I said this to Yurko, like, that's when Phil Jackson would say, this is great. Instead of your 39 minutes, you're playing 30 tonight. I'm stealing you minutes tonight. Yeah. Like, that's the, and and very rarely did it ever happen the other way with the Bulls. But a coach back in the old days would kill for that because he's like, I'm stealing my guy five, six, seven extra minutes that he normally wouldn't have. Because they did play all the time, and they played 40 minutes a game. And if you're up 30 in November, you can be damn sure Michael wasn't playing 39 no. minutes. Yeah. That's a perfect spot to steal some minutes yeah, for your no, guys. Well, that's where I think you have is to ask stealing question. minutes a good thing or a bad thing? It's point, a, well, well, is it's it should it come thing. down to I mean, point differential, right? Like, is that... Well, just, that's the thing, Mel. You're right. Like, like, that probably shouldn't be the title. Let me ask you guys a question. I get it. 
So what you've done is, is you've made sure that your elite players are playing. Right. But are they just going to tap the brakes more than they would have in the other games that aren't they tournament may. related? They may, but that's why so they put net, in that net. seventy game. But net, right. net, where are we at? Well, yeah. no, well, well, no they, because of the sixty-five, our tail. the sixty-five games that they have to play for you to win MVP. You're yeah. not going to see him yeah. tap the break. Like, you shrug. Like they may, they may go through the game and just say, right. "All right, I'm putting a Kawhi's 15." Kawhi's played tonight. every game, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Kawhi played every game. Hey, that, which, that's like which, that's stunning. Which I absolutely love because it makes the Clippers look so bad. Yeah, they're so bad. Because, they're so bad anyway. Because I mean, Kawhi literally said, "Cool, now I'll be able to play." Basically, throwing it on the Clippers and saying they wouldn't let me play for two weeks. Yeah, he's played all 18 games. All right, yeah. so like, there is a positive that has come from it. Before it took Kawhi Leonard wouldn't have 18 games by January. Yeah. In yeah. the last five no, seasons, but it, but it doesn't. Now it doesn't seem like it's on him. Now well, it seems like the Clippers well, made mess. a decision. That, that, that team, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I, I really don't. Is, I don't think there's enough of an incentive on this tournament for guys like Waddle to care. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. No, I think you have to be a pretty diehard basketball well, I, I, listen, fan. I, lo- I love the NBA. But I, I mean, obviously not as much as others because I really am not in. Because you're I, not I, getting the five hundred thousand. Well, but that's it, true. But let's well. be. Uh, listen. No, I, and again, I get that. Like even guys that are making forty million dollars a yeah, year, five hundred thousand is still a lot of money. Here is the thing, though. Like, like I, I, I watch Champions League. Yeah. I don't like watch every second of the group stage of Champions League. Yeah. But when they get to the knockout stages, yeah. I really am drawn in, and I think that's where you know a casual basketball fan may be like, "All right, I'm a little more into this because it's 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 an NC, you know, so it's, next it's Tuesday, like the NCAA tournament. I think I'll be more yeah. into it. Like the I didn't even stage. know next Tuesday was the Tuesday, game. in Vegas. You want to go? Well, no, the quarterfinals, uh, I I to to the quarterfinals are Tuesdays. Yes. Then yes. they go to then Vegas go on to the weekend. Yes. Yeah. I do want to go to Vegas, but if I go to Vegas, I'm not going to one of these games. Well, that would be fun, actually. That'd be would, fun. Lakers, Lakers and really? Celtics in season tournament. Well, why can I lay in the pool at Circa and actually watch the game? I think we I can do that. would also be fun, too. Okay, well, Let's that's what Derek I'll do. Stevens out here right. to support. <laughs> right. I'm not going to the game. I'm not going to I've said this a couple of times. If they want to make this interesting, if I'm not mistaken, right, in like EPL and different things like that, the other tournaments they have have some implication on playoffs, right? What do you mean? I'm sorry. Like, like don't they don't they have well, they something don't have where playoffs in the EPL? There's no playoff. You no. win the you win yeah. the EPL you're by winning season. the season. You're, 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 yeah. You get points for your you record. Right. Okay. Yeah. They don't do it like we do. There are no playoffs. Are not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the playoffs. Uh, not you, Champions the FIBA, League, the FIBA basketball stuff, oh, basically, oh, right? Oh. Isn't there like if you yeah. win this, you yeah. get a spot in this? Oh, which is, is that right? Which is what they're trying to replicate. Well, I don't think I knew that. Which is what I believe they're trying to replicate I, over here. I think they're trying to make the in-season tournament. They they're drawing from international soccer, not international soccer, but actually club soccer. Club right. soccer, right. right? They have these tournaments that. You win a trophy and it actually means something. That's, That's what, what they're they trying to do, so that it doesn't all just come down to come you know June. There's only one one team that gets to hold. Let me ask trophy. you this though: Do you believe that they'll tweak it to the point where point differential is not an issue, well, so you get out of these situations? Maybe like we've seen. I think they're going to have to because we're seeing guys get a little testy on yeah, that. Yeah, might, Billy, yeah. I've never seen Billy Donovan go to over to another coach and say, "What are you doing right now?" And I don't think but it any makes sense. You no, I, I, get it. I, yeah. I, I, I think Billy's wrong in that aspect with the way the rules are. I think the Bulls are, are you know, you can't be red-assed or thin-skinned based. You know what the rules are. Yeah. But I don't think anyone, even the, I don't even think the Celtics want to get into this. I don't think any team well, wants Ju- to get Ju- into Ju- this. Josh Hart, apologized after. Josh Hart from the Knicks said something about it from Tuesday because yeah. they needed the differential yeah. too. Right. And Josh Hart was like, 
it is weird. He goes, it didn't. He, he said something to the effect. He's like, it felt a little dirty. Yes. What like, the, and that's a player saying. Well, that's where right. point differential is a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying. Do you yeah. think that they will tweak that going forward so that that uncomfortable exchange yeah, I, I won't occur going yeah. forward? I think they'll absolutely think look they'll into it. I don't know though. What's the what's the alternative? Right, what's the alternative? If you got know. three teams will, at three and one, I will I say know. this too. Like I. I I'm not poo-pooing it. I think the NBA, if, if, I think that this is being proactive. If what you're trying to do is make your sport more popular yep. with whatever segment of the population that you want, have at it. I think it's a fantastic, and we'll see whether or not it creates the added attention that they were looking for. I'm just like, even as an NBA fan, I haven't found myself moved by it. How far down the line do we care about these things? Though? That, that's the thing. Like, when do we care about the in-season tournament wins? When do we care about the Magic Johnson Award? The Larry Bird Award? When do we start putting those well, towards players' legacies oh. moving forward where we're like, oh, well, man. you know, he won take... six Magic Johnson Awards. Listen, no, but yeah, what, he didn't have the team to get it done in the NBA Finals. You know what I mean? Like, they'll, it'll feel bigger, though, when they're into the knockout stage and then they're at Vegas and you're seeing the highlights and any player who has a big game and a big game-winning shot it will resonate more than just a regular season. Well, it'll, it'll resonate more as well, Jeff, because ESPN and others have yeah. a vested interest. So yeah. what they're going to do is jam it down your throat yeah. with highlight after mm-hmm. highlight yeah. after highlight <laughs> after highlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what they're going to do. They're going to put you in a chair. They're going to hit mm-hmm. you with some sodium pentothal or whatever oh, it is. Sodium pentothal? Is that what it is? Or that's, that's, I think that's, that's truth, truth serum. serum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not truth serum. Sodium pentothal is truth serum. What are you trying to do to us I think here? He's going, are you uh, talking uh, about uh, chloroform? Chloroform. No, he's going chloroform, chloroform, I thought. No, no. I was not, you, don't do, you don't do the chloroform in a doctor's Excuse office. Excuse me. Does this smell like chloroform? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not still be trying to get Josh McCown to talk to him at a... You know, and a local. Oh, no. uh, oh boy, the best. the best. Have you ever heard that one? The best. I, the, I the, have you heard the, the, the holiday? Story. It would probably be a good time to what's, play. What's what the, the best one? The ever. Josh McCown, the all-time greatest holiday um, parody song. Holiday parody oh, song. Oh, holiday parody song. Oh yeah, I've heard that. What's For sure. So what's good. on that rag? rag. <laughs> what is on that rag? <laughs> so funny. Hi, Josh. Oh, it's so good. Crosstalk uh, is brought to you by Club Hawthorne Betting Buyers, featuring horses racing, horse racing. Horses racing, huh? Horses Balls, racing, video slots, horses racing or horses and racing? sports betting throughout Chicago. Okay, I got a, I got a good, I got a good horse story for you guys. It's oh, a yeah. horse, 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 horse. 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 I think, other... it, I think it was the second race at Aqueduct today. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, let me check it real quick. Uh, Aqueduct's first race. Okay, first race, seven horse race. Uh huh. The three horse. Name of the three horses. I love Kara. Unbelievable. My wife's name's Kara. Right. Spelled the same. C-A-R-A. Seven horse race. I can't believe the you horse actually the, the, the horse. Well, I don't know anything about it. I just so, I saw it. You should have texted us. The horse was three to one. It was, you know, the, the one horse was the favorite. But, you know, I put $5 across on it. I'm not a big gambler. So I bet it across the board. I bet it's $15. exacta, three all, all three, which is another, what, $12. Horse uh, finished fourth, so there's no payoff at all. None. No exacta, no win, no place, no show. Nothing. And I asked Carm, is that a sign? I said, there are no signs. Don't worry. I put, a, I put a, some money no on a signs. horse mm-hmm. named I Love Kara. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 there was no, no love. Re- and there was no, no, no love given back. No reciprocated love. Yeah, yeah. How is, that any, I, how is that any different from your day-to-day, though? You, good you, point. You, you give her. Kara money to you, because you love her. That's yeah. right. It's a good point. And you get no money back. 
That's but right. It's okay. I just it, this time it cost me less. I think the entire bet was like thirty bucks. <laughs> I, you're right, no, you know what? Yeah. I think that's, I that's, 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 that's the takeaway. I won it's because scary, it was yeah. only thirty. I only lost thirty bucks. What's the What's the normal payout for you? It's not thirty bucks. It's not thirty bucks. I'll tell you that much. I didn't get to this, but I want. Uh, if you had the opportunity, if you were the Bears, oh, stop it! No, Miller, I want to ask this question because Kurt I wanted. And I to, are going to try to do a show. No, that. listen, I'm not going to ask. Okay, fine. I, mean, I have to say Bears. I don't have to say the other word that bears. you're trying to avoid. If you had the opportunity, you could trade the number one overall pick in this upcoming draft for C.J. Stroud. Would you? Yes. 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 I think that's the yes. correct answer. Yes, just, yes, thank I you. Would. I appreciate just, that. Just ask. Thank you for affirming our answer. Yes, yes, I would. Yeah, I would. Boy, can you believe that? Whew. And and Meller, I think it's part of the reason to. I'm going to go there. Um, I think that like this whole conversation that we've had that I think has made all of our heads spin because it's just been the yeah. conversation du jour, every du jour. Mm-hmm. Um, that the conversation is a conversation because of where they're picking. If they were yes, picking fifteenth, exactly. yeah, sure. this wouldn't be a conversation. Nope. You would be moving forward with Justin as your quarterback and you would be trying to do the bet. And you may change coaches, you may do a bunch of other things, but the if, fact is is you're gonna have the first pick of the draft yes. in consecutive years. Yep. And you've just watched yes. last year's That's, one of the quarterbacks become who he's become. That, to me, is the biggest conversation point here. It's a product of the entire process. And as defensible as that move was in the time that Ryan Poles made it, it doesn't mean that he's not going to have to answer Uh for passing on C.J. Stroud down Uh, down the road here. It was a good trade. It was an excellent trade. I said this earlier. But if C.J. Stroud becomes Patrick Mahomes, we're going to be kicking ourselves in our own nuts. The other link in the chain, boys. The the best move that (laughs) he made is you're young. You're young. You're young. You can do it. The best best move that he made has has actually put more pressure on him. Yes. Because now he's going to have the number one overall pick again. Yes. And can he, I don't care how convinced you may be or how unconvinced you may be about you Caleb Williams or Drake decisive, May. Exactly. That's the word. Yes, yes. But you can't afford to let it if happen again because history will be unkind to you. And yeah, regardless of how we can sit here and say you can't worry about history when you're making picks, you're human. It That's, could be uh, another chapter in the book. The, like the C.J. Stroud thing could be another chapter in the long, the painful history about screwing up. Like. About to call Joe Montana's name, and then at the last second saying, no, we believe in Vince Evans. Yeah, that's crazy. Or trading up to draft Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. Or, I mean, we can go out, you know, I, I trading two first-round picks for Jacob. Like, it could be another chapter. I think the difference here is, though, right, like, C.J. Stroud's amazing. And, yeah, would I like C.J. Stroud on this team? 110%. And I, you probably would be in a better position. But the pick you made worked in Darnell Wright. Moving yeah. back work, you get DJ Morata, you made your team better. DJ, I stud. think the thing that we've seen in history work more is people who focus more on building the rest of the team, and then you go out there and say, oh, yeah, and also this quarterback, now right. all of a sudden he magically played. Josh Allen sucked. And then the Bills were like, we're going to invest in a wide receiver, an offensive line, and in a running game, and, and, and we're going to get the D. De- yeah. And the right Dave play caller. Yeah. That was the... I think that it was, was the it, it was thing. it was Cap uh, earlier on the radio, right? When he was talking about you know he'd take Josh Love right now or Jordan right. Love, I should say. I'd take Matt Lafleur because the consistency as a play caller to me is more important 
than yeah. the guys on the field. Because, listen, as much as I love what Brock Purdy's doing, I love the head Damn. coach that they have ten times more because I can swap in Trey Lance. I can swap in. Uh, well, you uh, can't swap in Trey Lance. Yeah, you Trey can't. Lance I didn't disagree work. with that. Trey Lance didn't work in I the Shannon Purdy, I don't think Purdy's getting enough credit I agree for with you there. Purdy can push the ball down the field. Yeah. Purdy throws the ball into tight spots. Yep. I agree with you. Would he be as good in the Buffalo system? Maybe not. Right. But you, I just think you get into a dangerous territory when you start to say he's just a product of his system. I think it all is so intertwined. Yeah. It's, it's the reason why I sent Meller a text and I said when this argument all begins, I personally, you have to hold the quarterback and the offensive coordinator to the same standard. And right. that's a high standard. They both have to be held to a high yeah. standard, and it's not just one or the other. Would you flourish more? It's like I hear the all, everyone else say, "Well, Justin will be better when you when you put better pieces around him." I would be better if you put better pieces right. around yeah. me as well. Yeah. Like, like I mean, that's sense. universal. That's universal. If you add a, 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 a you know a, a wide receiver like Harrison Jr. or you add a left tackle like. I'm going to be better as a quarterback if you put me in there, too. Right. People it's not thought, to uh, People thought Tom Brady was a system quarterback for a long time, right. folks. Let's remember that. Yes. A yeah. long the, time. The first yeah. three Super Bowls, a lot of people he's were a system like, quarterback. he's a game manager. Do you think, right? uh, who do you think was more important, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the defense did a lot of work in those first three yeah, Super Bowls. Yeah, but so. again, like... It's, I mean, it's, Peyton Manning is not a guy that I is think, going to thrill you with his athletic ability yeah. or the strength of his arm. Like, but, Agreed. But, but he can do some stuff. Yeah. Regardless of the system. And, yeah. and I think we saw that. But yeah. I think that's the conversation, right? How many times have we seen, yes, this guy's a good quarterback, but the good quarterback failed because the investment was more so just you go out and save us versus I'm going to make my team better. I'm going to give you the better option. Super Bowl teams we talk about are Super Bowl teams. You look at the defense. You look at the offensive lines. You look at the receivers. You don't just look at the quarterback. Peyton won a Super Bowl where he was they were just like, Peyton, Peyton, get up. Come on, Peyton. Well, come that on. Was, that's an come outlier. Down. Yeah. That, that's a little bit more yeah. of an outlier. But. but even right like when the Joe Flacco's of the world. Joe Flacco's yeah. life is made easier. Why? Because the rest of the team was really freaking good. Flacco got right, the all-time Right, those are again the anomalies. They like are. Joe Flacco threw, what was it, like 15 touchdowns and no interceptions 11, on that no, streak. I think 11 to 0. I think Whatever it was. was, it? 11 like, to zero? I just don't think you can cling to, look, if you think this quarterback gives you a better chance or is a better player than you drafting, period, yes. end of story. Right. That you just can't, you can't worry about it yep. in any other fashion. Like, at the same time, I got to get a better coach, too. I got to yeah. get a better coaching staff. Yeah. You got to do both. You can't do just one. No, yeah. But... What do you guys have coming up today? Uh, Tom Thayer, three, Waddles World, Florida or Ohio, Mark Tauscher, our teammate from... We're going to check in on the Packers. Yeah, we're going to check in. Oh. Uh, like it, love it. What to watch for. Z-Pack Z-List. I love it. Z-Pack Z-List. Crosstalk yeah. with Black and Abdallah. We're loaded. Got Good stuff. stuff. Good stuff. Boys. Um, before, but real quick, before we get out of here, I do have to mention, because I was off on Tuesday, no one mentioned it. Apparently, Waddle... <clears throat> what I do? Uh, Ooh, as always, want to say, want to thank the uh, fine folks over at Tullamore Do. Tullamore, Tullamore, Tullamore Do. That's true. For sponsoring Meller's Waiver Wire and the Fantasy Football Show, which you can hear this Sunday at 7 a.m., even though the Bears are on by. Meller's still working, baby. Giving you the Fantasy Football Show. I was just show. waiting for you to give it its just due. I know. You that. know if I said it, it would mean it's just Best jingle on the stage. I, f- I feel like I want to do like a little Irish dance when I'm, I'm, always, doing I'm always doing yes. it. Yeah. The emotion it's supposed to evoke. All right, do a little river dance. Here. Thanks, guys, for cross talking. Thank you, Pat, for uh, hanging around with me today. Thank you, boys. Have a good uh, weekend. Talk to you guys Be later. Well. Carm, and, Carm and Waddle coming up next. 
Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. I'm in the big chair. I'm in the big chair today. Did you have to lower it? It's a shot. It's not a shot. I'm actually never in a chair. I always oh, stand. stand. I always I, stand I when I do and I go show. back and forth. Like, my back won't let me stand yeah, for four yeah. hours and won't let me sit for four hours. See, four, I, I'm, not, I'm not conditioned for four hours. Yeah, uh, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. I, maybe yeah. I might have to sit at some point. That's it? Danny Zetterman, our well, boss, you know, just left I, for the day. I was going to bring up uh, Danny Zetterman. You're going to go smoke? What? He's going to get some bone broth. Yeah? So what? Going to get some bone broth. I bet he is. I was going to start the show talking about Danny Zetterman, our, yeah. our esteemed uh, content director. Waddle and I were toying with the notion of going through this show today uh, without us or allowing any of you to say Bears or Justin Fields. And Danny did not like oh, that. Oh, no. Head. I thought his head and, was going to pop off his as shoulders. As the boss, he put his foot down. Yeah. And he said, how dare I, you? I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm, so we can't do that. I'm like 70% serious. <laughs> I'm, I was like I, I'm just 82% worn out. serious. I'm, I'm worn out from it. I'm not going to lie. I get it. I'm not, you know, my statement always has been we're not farmers. We, this is what right. we do. Yeah, it's not, we talk yeah. sports, so we won't, that manual labor. we won't do that. Or, or, and we won't, you know, deny the conversation. But it has just become it's tough. monotonous. It is. It's like know. watching the, my favorite team. Like this team courses through my veins. It's exhausting, Carl. I know. Exhausting. I, it is. It's been an exhausting few years. I, sometimes I feel like it's been an exhausting few decades. I mean, it, it really has when you think about it. And, 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 and it's the, a good way to sum them up. And I think one of the things that is most exhausting is the fact that people have rabidly gone to their respective corners. Mm. We're all Bears fans. We're all, you know, pulling for the same thing, which is that we win more games than we lose. But everyone has to retreat to their corners and it basically becomes, and you know, everyone is infighting. Yeah. Instead of coming together and fighting, not to be corny, but to fight the opponent. Like, there's, yeah. I mean, you, you sit around as Bears fans and no one really even gets along anymore. No, I know there's a lot of You're, you're over in this yeah. camp or you're over here in this yeah. camp. And, and like I like to say, as the great philosopher, usually the truth is somewhere in the middle. It usually is. I mean, yesterday, even Yurko, I, you know, he's got Eberflus oh, coming back and that was Johnny. Is, it's Johnny lighting uh, a candle and getting out of town. I maybe, like that's like Johnny saying, "Watch this." You're right. Like I'm going to drop the cherry bomb in the toilet at yeah. school and like see and how everyone responds, and we'll see what happens. Like maybe that's what that was. Like come Tuesday, he He'll might for, not remember yeah. what he said yesterday on our show. But yeah. I was like, "Whoa, Johnny dropping bombs," and not the usual Johnny bombs. Right, right. The Johnny bombs. Like Holy I was cow. going back on my phone to see like, and and you guys were playing the what if game. Yeah, that's all like we the, do. It seems like what if? Well, what like, if? I, and I was. You think I they play it. the what if game in Kansas City? No, no. You think no, they, they play the what if game in Philadelphia? Nope. In nope. Boston? Nope. Not with the Patriots necessarily now, but just they're in general. I mean, are they playing? You know, I, I'm sick of the what if game. And, and I, I saw that, and I said Bears at four and eight, and then I saw Johnny on the tape, like, well, what if they hadn't uh, kicked it away against the Broncos, or what if they hadn't? You know, giving it away at the end of the Lions game. And I says, well, what if Josh Dobbs doesn't throw four picks or they pick up a third down in the final two minutes? Or what if it, on that third and ten, the Panthers actually gained six or seven yards and they've got a reasonable field goal attempt to tie it? Or what if the Raiders have Jimmy G under center instead mm. of Brian Hoyer? Brian Hoyer. Like, what if they had Aiden O'Connell play, right. under center other than 
Uh, Brian Hoyer, right. are you so kidding? I could, I, I could have this conversation with myself all day long. Like, I, I can also go through the exercise and tell you all of the different things about the team that I, feel, I do feel good about. But I'm not going to connect those dots and say we should be 6-6 six and six and in the hunt at this moment. It's not where I'm at. Connor McKnight a few weeks ago crystallized it. And I never even really thought about it until he said it. But Josh Dobbs, Brian Hoyer, Sam Howell, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones, Bryce Young. These are the wins. We just gave you, those, like, those the other the day, Sylvia and I were sitting upstairs like, listening to Johnny O'Pine about, you know, the, where we were going to celebrate the Super Bowl that they're going to play in at the end of this year. And we, we, we put together the li- the quarterbacks, the four quarterbacks that they've beaten. And I think that Matt Eberflus's defense, I think Matt Eberflus' defensive coordinator, different conversation versus Matt Eberflus' head coach. Like, I, I can differentiate the two. Um the four quarterbacks that they have played and beaten have a collective or have an average quarterback rating of 73.5, which <laughs> ranks 33rd, which basically is Ryan Tannehill. Yes. So, I mean, like, I can, we can have this conversation, and it can go left, it can go right, it can go straight, it can go backwards. Like, we can take numbers and make them sing whatever song you want them to sing, but at the end of the day, it just hasn't been good enough. It has not. Uh, so we we will talk about Bears, uh, the if Bears and, and Justin a little bit. We'll talk football in general. We're both excited for the college weekend uh, that we have in store. Uh, we're going to talk to Tom Thayer. He's with the guys each and every Friday. That even on the bye week, uh, that is going to be the case. Tom Thayer will join us at three. We're going to talk to our buddy Mark Tauscher, the former Packer O lineman, uh, who's a teammate of ours, uh, ESPN Milwaukee and ESPN Madison. We'll talk to Tausch at four. We'll have do you like seen, and love it. Have you seen Jordan Love the last three weeks? Yeah, and I, I told Yurko yesterday, I'm very petty, and I, I know this. Uh, you, you know, it's not right to maybe be cheering for a guy to fail, but I, I think a lot of us as Bears fans are like, I really can't take a third straight great quarterback. And for a while there, you know, I'd say like weeks four through eight, I was like, okay, I think we might be good. He looks awful. Yes. And now all of a sudden, Jordan Love has looked better. He, you know, his biggest issue, and I think it was an issue he had back in college, was a lack of accuracy and yeah. and a, a a tendency to have high interception totals. Right. And I think we saw a bunch of that in the weeks that you, and I did too. I, I sighed a huge sigh of relief yeah. watching him be inaccurate over a long a large stretch of time. Me too. And so I, didn't really, I didn't see much of the Detroit game because it was, was on the good. golf course. He was good. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was good. Now, a lot of teams have been good against that defense. Yes. Now, that is not a stout stop unit at this point, you yeah. know? And I thought Matt LaFleur helped him tremendously, uh, tr- uh, immensely, excuse me, with uh, a good game plan. They did what we often ask for and, and what often works for teams, come out firing. Yeah. They threw the ball downfield on the first play. Like They came out, they took shots, they looked for chunk plays, they avoided third down by and large. If you, The best offenses bypass third down. I thought the game plan was good. And again, that Lions, especially in the back end, they've got some issues that's not a great stop unit, and, and that should factor into these things when we talk about them, but he played well. You have to tip your cap to the way he played in that game last Thursday. And you know there is such a significant difference between what that team is doing and what we're doing and how they're handling their quarterback situation and their coaching situation and how we're handling it. Think about up there. Like, there's no insecurity with Matt LaFleur and his coaching staff. They're not going anywhere. So they can be patient. They can go through the hard moments 
and expose their quarterback to a learning experience if they see fit, even if it ends up in a loss. Yeah. Think about the situation we find ourselves in. Like that game against Minnesota, like first of all, anytime you, I don't care who you are, anytime you're facing a Brian Flores defense at this point, your game plan is going to look disjointed. Right. Because all you want to do when you play the Vikings is you want to get out of there with a W. And, and you can hem and haw about what it looks like and what you did and everything else. But if you get out of there with your offense not turning it over and doing some good things and you get the dub, you just go. And you realize that it's not going to be like that every week because of all of the uh, unusual things that he does. But for us, think about the co- our coaching staff. I, would, I don't know how it is. This is just speculation. My guess is, is they're coaching for their, their careers here in Chicago. They probably feel that way, don't they? I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. so you're probably less prone to be taking any types of risks. It could be. Versus a coaching staff. It could be. that. And by the way, that quarterback ain't going anywhere for the next year and plus because you've signed him to a two-year deal. Yeah. And this is his opportunity to show you what he's done. He's only started, what, 11 games now? Yeah. Whereas here, like, it's just we're on a different clock. I said clock. And the coaching staff's in a different situation. So as that team kind of does what they're doing, it's really not an apples-to-apples apples comparison be because right. of the different situations you find yourself in. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. Um, I'm not I, saying it's an excuse for how things are being done. I'm just I, telling you that, that I, different, it's a different vibe. I thought Riddick yesterday with you guys, that 30 minutes, uh, if you missed Lewis Riddick with Waddle and Sylvie yesterday, I'd go back and listen 3 to about 3.30. Uh, and. I thought it was really good. You've been saying this for a little while, and Yurko said it on Mon- no, uh, Tuesday. They played Monday night. Yurko said it on Tuesday. And I think Riddick was reiterating this, and this was part of the conversation you guys were having. And I think you guys see it as former players. There definitely appears to be, I, I wouldn't say distrust, because that, that's probably not the right word. There is a lack of trust. Oh, you think? Okay. I was going to say there's definitely probably some disconnect Okay. Between quarterback and OC and OC and quarterback. I think I, I think, think it's I think there's a little bit of both. Okay. So like in a normal scenario, and I can only go by what what I've been exposed to and how I played, but I played so far long ago. Things are different now than they were. Their decision, from what I again speculation, their way of handling an aggressive defensive approach and a lot of blitzes and things that you have mind blowing. Right. Like. And it's not just Justin. Like if if Peyton Manning's playing against that defense, you are much more secure because he's seen everything. Sure. Versus a third year quarterback, not just Justin, but anybody who has been in that situation. It appeared to me that what they tried to do to handle that blitz was if you got to the line of scrimmage and you got five or six to block, and there's seven guys immediately, you had the capacity as the quarterback to check it to to a different play, and it felt like that check was. I can either keep this play or our hot read's going to be the, the, the tunnel screen. Now, I don't know that to be 100% true, but that's how it felt. Like, yeah. you get to the line, you see what you see, and, and that's what you check to. Now, my, and I understand that to a certain degree. My problem with that is, is that when, when they find out, when Brian Flores realizes that that's how you're handling his blitzes and you don't adjust to it, well, now he can, 
he can adjust to how you're, you know what I mean? Like, you, it's always a chess game. Right. So you didn't hope, do anything to maybe make him think differently. Right. right? Your yeah. response to all these different looks, yeah. and again, speculation was, was the same. How about, and I don't have a problem with running tunnel screens. The number of them seemed a bit large, mm-hmm. but that's how they were handling the hot reads. Like when back in the day, I would have rather them, you know, stack, at, yeah. you know, do some stack and some picks, you know, but they were fearful that you get that linebacker mugging in the A gap and he drops out. And now uh-huh. what looks like an open lane to throw a hot route, there's a body there. And I think that they wanted to eliminate that because they were concerned about. Again, I'm just speculating, but that's how I read it when I look at the film and I watch the game. It's tough. So how about also, instead of just throwing tunnel screen after tunnel screen, fake the tunnel screen and hit the over the top? EQ pretends like he's going to block and then release. And so this is where like, I look at people and everyone wants to say it's the OC or everyone wants to say it's the quarterback. And I go... It's everybody, people. Yeah, Lewis was really good yesterday with you guys talking about that, like kind of going deep, too, about what he's seeing, what you're seeing, like why it doesn't appear to be working. Let me ask you just a question, uh, just in a random fashion. What do you believe if your approach to the hot game was to never like run a slant? That's mm-hmm. what we used to do, but that right. was archaic. Or run a pick. It just tells me that. Okay, what we're going to do is, is if, 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 if something freaky sets itself up, we're going to throw it to the sideline where nothing bad can happen other than a play for zero or negative one yards. But you take the, the turnover out of the equation because you're not throwing it into a void that looked like it was going to be open, but a linebacker or a safety at the last minute dives in. That, to me, is where I say there's a lack of trust because the only way you are looking to – to, to respond to the pressure that Flores is going to show you is to, like, there's minimal risk throwing a right. tunnel screen because yeah. nobody can intercept that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where I, I found, like, the word or the words lack of trust. Okay. That's why I leaned on that. It's, a, it's an astute point. I mean, it is. Uh, and it's no way to survive off no, this league. No, it's, it's not. It's just not. And that's why Carm also, real quick, because I know we had to go, is, and it's the one thing I talked to, to Lewis as well. It's really weird because the the style that looks like fits Justin the best is not the style he played in college. It's it's crazy. He sat in the pocket and picked people apart. But he doesn't have it's it's a different game now. The speed's different. Absolutely. But my point is is so now you're trying to devise an offense for a way that he didn't play in college. And I don't believe their coaching staff has a whole lot of experience in those style of offense. Whereas if you look at Philly you got a bunch like their offensive coordinator uh, uh, now. I think Brian Johnson, whoever uh, it is, yes, was I think he was at Florida for several years yeah. before he got to to Philly. So there's just feels like this. There's this enormous disconnect, and I think it's kind of what you're saying and what Lewis was saying yeah. as well. It's a good point. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We got a bunch of calls already. We'll take your calls. We'll talk to Thayer at three. Lots of football. We will get into some of the college game. We got thoughts on tonight. Uh, tonight's a big night um, for Bo Nix, for Oregon. It could set off like a chain reaction if all these one-loss teams kind of storm through this weekend and win. I think it could be fascinating come Sunday when they make the selection to just four teams. So we'll talk a lot of football today. It is Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, I'm in for Sylvie. I'm Carmen. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Hope you're having a great Friday. Carmen, uh, Carmen is in for, uh, that's me, for Sylvie. I almost said Carmen. What's your name? 
I'm in for Sylvie. Sylvie's in Cancun. Yurko's in Florida. Waddle and I are here. That's, uh, what, what, are we, what are we doing? We're here. We should prank Sylvie. I have a pretty good idea where he's staying. He, I heard he uh, told you the Holiday Inn. Is yes, where he's uh, I know where he's You know where he's staying? staying? I, I, I have an idea. I wouldn't do that, though. That's not my style. What do you think he's That's doing right thing. now? He, uh, drinking uh, vodka, cranberry, with, eating some lobster Hopefully on the beach? Hopefully putting a little bit of lotion on his underboobs so he doesn't get a burn on day one. That's what I would think. How long are they there? Is he there just for the weekend? Is he coming back? Oh, no, no, no. I think he's off all next week. Oh, he is? Yeah. Look at this guy. Yeah. Living on the high horse. Listen, you did, wait, like he says, and I agree with him. I got vacation days. I'll use them whenever yeah, the hell I want. I know, I'm taking, listen, I got time later yeah. in the month. You're right. He did it judiciously because there's no Bears game this weekend. Smart. Yeah. The voice of the Bears can't take the weekend off. The, the weekend of the off. Bears. Uh, Tom Thayer will join us at 3. You want to take calls? I want to know what Tom Thayer does on the bye week. So I, that's my first question. To that's Tom. a good question. Boy, that guy loves football about as much He's as anybody. I mean, I love football, but Thayer's next level. Absolutely. <laughs> It's crazy. Brian is in the South Loop. What's up, Brian? What's up, guys? How you doing? Brian. Hey, man. Brian. Oh, Brian, we lost you. Something with your phone. Call back, Brian. Joe in Milwaukee. Hey, Joe. Hey, how y'all doing today? Good, wonderful. Good, oh, good, good, good. Yes, I just wanted to call in. I just wanted to ask you all the question. Yeah. Okay. We've been on this quarterback for a while, for some years. Now, I just want to ask y'all, who you think better, a quarterback or athlete, Mr. Trubisky or Justin Fields? Oh, I think there. I for me, uh, Justin is not just a better athlete. I would Justin's better the better quarterback. I'd say Justin. Yes. Okay. Now you took Matt Nagy took Mitch Trubisky to the playoffs twice. I would say Khalil say, Mack took say, him yeah, to the playoffs. I'd say Vic the first Fangio year. and yeah. Khalil Mack took yeah. him to the playoffs. Okay, okay, okay. I agree, but why can't we build around Justin Fields? Build that defense up. Get a person like Dallas have a D. Yeah, but but, 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 but Joe, but Joe, let me let me let me stop you real quick. Dallas has Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dak's a but better player. Of course he is. I mean, that, 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 we're not we're not going to debate who's better, Dak Prescott or Justin Fields, are we? Are we are we kidding? Oh yeah, but he but he ain't taking you to the promised land yet. Dak didn't. No, Dak I, didn't I, I understand. You, you can nitpick some things about Dak Prescott. He's exponentially better than Justin Fields. That, that, that's through, not even. Dak went through a stretch where Dak wasn't very good. Dak was very Kirk Cousins ish, as people like to say. Dak's having an MVP caliber year this year. Last couple of years, Dak hasn't been that good. But if you go back to Dak's first couple of years, Dak was a very good player early in his career. Joe, thanks. Dak, Dak Prescott in his career is at nearly 3-to-1 touchdown-interception yeah. ratio. Dak Prescott, I think, career quarterback rating, and I'll double-check. It's 100. I think it's 100. Yeah. Like it this is, year, it's 99. Yeah, this I mean, year uh, has been enhanced by a 26-6, I think, touchdown-interception You're correct. Ratio. It's better than 4-to-1. Yeah. He's completed almost 70% of his passes for his career. Look, his, I, his advanced metrics have always been yes. pretty good. Like, we, we can't. No. I mean, right. this like, is, Dak is ex, exponentially better than Justin Fields. Yes. And, and, and again, I will say this is something I said with Pat and with Jeff. This conversation 
is largely also it, it, it's affected by the fact that you have the first overall pick for the second consecutive year. Totally. If you were drafting 12th or 14th or 15th or 16th, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, totally right. Uh, when we come back, we'll get back to your phone calls, so sit tight, and we'll talk to Tom Thayer uh, when we return.